Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. It sounds interesting in my ears. But hey, before I get started with my little podcast, let's talk about the sponsors. Uh, Core Medical Group. Do I have to say it again? You know what I love is that people probably hear it every time they hear my podcast. And they've ignored it for so many times. And then they get themselves in a point where they're like, wait a minute. Maybe I should try it. And then they call me, and I send them over to my boy, Mike. My boy hooks them up, gets them set up, sends it directly to their house. They're on this for about three weeks, and they always text me back and how it's changed their lives. It's not a joke. I'm not selling fucking smoke and mirrors or magic beans. We're going to just check your blood work and get it fixed where you need to be. So uh, if you guys are interested... You men and women are interested in calling Core Medical Group just to see what the fuck is up. Let me know. Hit them up, Core Medical Group. It's TRT. It's hormone replacement therapy. Shipped directly to your home. Telemedicine, baby. That's what it is. You guys check it out. Hit me up if you guys need anything as Core Medical Group. Go check them out. <clears throat> Beyond clothing, do I have to say high-quality outdoor clothing? Layered systems, dope shirts, dope hats, incredible community. Go check out Beyond Clothing. Go see what they do. Just take a peep or a gander, and I believe you will love what they do. If there's something you want to buy from there, go ahead and hit up that Rocco promo code. You'll be all right. You'll get your 10%. Willie Pete's Chocolates. You already know. Homemade chocolates from a veteran. Making them. Just for you, I actually think I'm going to make my own chocolate. Let's see if I make some dark chocolate with him. I'm going to call him up actually right after this. Go check out Willie Peach Chocolates. Uh, it's pretty important to help the man keep his business alive. He is hustling. He's doing his thing. Willie Peach Chocolates, check him out. GMR Gold, it is a crazy time for gold. Even yesterday, shit was going nuts. <clears throat> but if you have gold... You can sell gold right now and still make money. That's that's how it's just fluctuating crazy. But like, that's what I, I'm going to start gathering all my gold and saying, "Hey, I might have to make a pretty penny right now." Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Either way, go check out GMR Gold, uh, GMRGold.com. Go check out Bullion Box on Instagram. You can see what they do, and it really, it's like a subscription-based model for precious metals, silver and gold. I get them delivered once a month. Every time it opens up, it's something cool. I can trade it. I can sell it. I can keep it. I can give it to my kids. I can do whatever I want with it. It's mine. Go check it out, gmrgold.com. Barry Law. Go check out ptsdlawyers.com. If you are struggling with your military disability rating, you want to get more, you believe you deserve more, go check them out. They will help you get what you deserve. This is not a joke. Hit up ptsdlawyers.com backslash Rocco if you want to see my story. If you guys have any questions about them, if you want direct contact, just hit me up. I'll send you an email. I'll shoot you an email right to you so you can hit them up directly. 
<clears throat> Modern Gun School. Go check them out on Instagram at, at Modern, Gun, Modern Gun School. www.mgs.edu. If you guys want to do some distance learning, you want to use your GI Bill or your Voc Rehab, and you want to get your certifications in gun armor school, yeah, you can do it right there. Go check them out. Um, <clears throat> cool company. I've had guys hit me up saying that they're using them, and they love it. <clears throat> Got something stuck in my throat. Uh, goodness. <clears throat> it's one of those crazy mornings. And, yeah, you guys already know, Betterin.com is going. We got an event on the 26th, the first of hopefully many. We are, we are giving away two custom motorcycles built by Motorcycle Missions, a nonprofit that has veterans and first responders building custom motorcycles to help with post-traumatic stress. I swear to you, it's freaking incredible. Crystal, who runs that program, is, is awesome. She cares, and that's all you need to know about someone who's working with veterans and first responders to help them get through their trauma. Hero Sports, 501c3 nonprofit. You guys go check it out on Facebook. They're doing a bunch of uh, gun giveaways, raffles. Uh, we have sports in different cities. We just started softball here in Salt Lake City. You got Warfighter Tobacco. You got Lead Singers Whiskey. You got everything you need. Hit me up if you have any questions. Now it's time for my podcast. Oh my goodness. I've been kind of busy because I've been jumping on other people's podcasts, but every time I do their podcast, I actually think like, fuck, I'm sure other people want to hear this at the same time. Let me help promote their podcast because there's not enough podcasts out there that, that you know, you just want to find podcasts that you like. I think it's best for me to just share the podcast that I'm on that I, that I really enjoy. And then you guys can hear kind of them interview me and I can give a little bit more of my story or my, you know, my little life. And then you guys get to hear it. So I have a couple of those coming. Uh, I just uploaded one with Brotherhood of the Fatherhood. Uh, really cool community of you. So if you dads are looking for a place to just you know be around a bunch of dads, we, we plan on doing some really cool programs for fathers, and we'll, we'll we'll touch on that a little later. But right now, as a father, something that I'm that I've kind of had to acknowledge: how many of you guys listening have your kids playing sports? Hmm. You know, it's funny, I guess as I get older, I'm always reflecting. I'm always looking in the mirror and saying, hey, dude, what do you need to do better at, you know? And parenting is one that's like a constant molding. It's, a, it's, it's like a piece of clay and you got to keep shaping this motherfucker, right? And so I'm shaping myself as a parent. I'm learning things about myself. You know, my oldest ones have had it the hardest because they had a dad who was just wasn't himself for a very long time who focused more on work than he did on kids. He believed paying the bills was more important than teaching them how to ride bikes. And as unfortunate as it is, it is nothing I can change now. So I don't hold too much guilt from that anymore. I've kind of uh, come to terms with I've made those decisions, but I've changed. But it's funny. Being a drill sergeant, I've learned so much. And I'll tell my wife, like, I can tell a soldier... I can scream at Tom, I'm like, get dressed, hurry up, right? This is the drill sergeant tone. I'm not yelling because I don't pop your speakers in the vehicle, but I can say, hurry up, get downstairs, five, four, three, two, get down, do push-ups. 
And this is something that is very common in the military space. And why is that? Well, dude, we're bringing in soldiers from all walks of life, and we need to get them into the military mindset of following orders during stressful situations. And so me yelling like, shut up, keep it quiet, lock it up. All these little yells and these directions you're giving them is to get them to just fucking understand like no matter what they're doing, they stop, they listen to Drill Sergeant, and they do exactly as Drill Sergeant says. And this will eventually correlate to them in the military. Her rank structure is important. Why? Well, if you're in combat arms, it's very important to be able to follow your team leader, do what your team leader does, and not question. The hardest part in society, though, right now is that we have a a lot of youngsters who question. It's like the question era, which is fine. You can question how I parent. You can question how what this and that. But in the military, you can't question what the fuck I'm doing as a leader if I'm trying to make the right decisions. If I'm a higher rank, you ain't ever going to say shit to me, right? Early in my life, I kind of took that same approach to my kids. Like, hurry up, clean your room. Five. Four, three, two, get over here. Get get over here, right? Like this weird military almost style. And that doesn't necessarily work these days. It doesn't work. I don't think it even worked then. I think it actually just kind of traumatized my kids because they were in such a heavy, heavy structured environment with a drill sergeant dad who didn't let it go. It's like an army ranger, and then you go to drill sergeant, and so... If you guys know, both those units are very strict on, on, on you know, rank structure and, and following instructions and listening to your leaders and blah, 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 right? And not saying it's wrong. I say I think uh, there's definitely a time and place for both of those leadership styles, but not in the household as much, right? And I say that because, you know, my son in football, like I have to explain to him. And I've realized this, like I can, oh, so, okay, let's go back. I played football in high school. I was an outside linebacker. That's mainly where I started. Well, that's where I started. I I played, you know, little positions here and there. I'd kick here and there. I do, you know, all this weird stuff. But outside linebacker, there was a coach that showed up. And as an outside linebacker, I'm trying to read the play. I'm going to see if it's a run or if it's a pass. If it's a run, I'm going to try and shoot the gap or I'm going to try and take out the first blocker and, and contain the running or at least contain him to the inside of the field so more people have an opportunity to get the tackle. I did not know that fine detail. I just knew tackle a motherfucker. I was allowing them to get around me and get to the sideline and run up the sideline. And I had a coach screaming at the top of his lung, you got to contain you got to contain. Vargas, what the fuck are you doing? You got to contain. Motherfucker, I'm going to get you out. And like all this shit. And he's yelling at me. And I'm sitting here thinking, what the fuck is this dude yelling at? Like, what does he really want? It took about five games before I understood, oh, you want me to keep the running back from going to the outside of the field. You want me to keep him to the inside so then the rest of the team can help. So essentially I want my I want to force him to contain to the inside of the field so we have more people with the ability to tackle. Right. So like, oh, well shit, if you didn't fucking yell in my goddamn ear and you just stopped one second and said, hey, let me explain to you your job. This is actually what you should be doing. You should be containing the runner. You should be taking, you know, take care of the blocker, blah, 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 blah. And those of you who don't know football, don't worry about it. We're going to skip this shit. Um, 
my son now is playing linebacker and he's not, you know, he's not putting on these major hits, but I can't go to him and scream like, Hey, you got to contain the runner. Cause he is at, he's, he's like a younger version of me now. And he doesn't understand any of this shit. He's just playing football for the first time ever. And so I'm like, Hey bro, do you understand what your job is? Like, do you know what you're supposed to be doing as a linebacker? And he's like, no. He's like, just get to the ball. I was like, yes and no, right? Your job is to get to the ball on your side of the field as well as also read whether it's a run or a throw. And if it's a run and it's to the outside, you want to contain the runner to the inside of the field, meaning get to the outside faster than him, force him to go to the inside, and, and, and if you can tackle him, good. And if you can't, you've at least done a big part of bringing him back to the field where there's more players to hopefully get the tackle. And that simple instruction was enough for him to get a couple tackles in the next game. And I'm trying to explain, like, you know, and it's crazy to me. I originally would have been like, what are you doing? Get to the outside, contain the runner. And that's still today how I would talk to a soldier. I would still fucking, and then, and then you start thinking like, well, fuck, maybe if I, taught the soldier the same way I taught my son, he would understand the concept. And so, teaching point, all you dads out there who want to raise your voice, who want to be stern and and intimidate to get the attention of your kids, might want to think about that sometimes and bringing it back down, get down to their level, take off that hat, like we say in the drill sergeant community, get eye to eye with them, and definitely and deeply explain what is the goal you're trying to get from them. And that's on so many different levels, right? We're, we're using football as the analogy here, but my other son is dating a girl. Now, 13-year-olds dating could mean two different things. They could be having sex, and they could be just playing video games and staring each other down, right? I don't know, but I take the approach of let's prepare him for the the latter of the two, and we talked. Some dads are probably uncomfortable with that conversation. I'm not. I don't give a shit. I think, look, I'd rather teach him than anyone else because his friends are going to teach him some really stupid shit. And I know one of his friends. One of his friends is a complete crazy kid, and and you know. I don't blame the kids ever. I, you know, I blame, you know, the parents are really busy and those kids are kind of raising themselves. And I know that for a fact. So I tell my son, like, that's not the guy you want to learn about girls from because whatever he's learned, it's probably from the internet. And that's not always right. So I talked to my son about, about being young and the, what sex is. Obviously he knows what sex is, but it takes a mature person to have sex and do it right and, and, and with, with being safe. And I don't believe he's old enough for it. I don't think he's of the age of sex. I don't think he's of the maturity to have sex because imagine this. If my 13-year-old son got his girlfriend pregnant, she would be pregnant. Uh, it would be a fucking MTV movie, uh, TV show. It'd be like, you know, a teenage pregnancy, 14-year-old girl having a baby. And I'm not ready for that. He's not ready for that. No one's ready for that. Mentally, emotionally, uh, they're not ready for it. And in the end, you know, I, I, I told him exactly this. If you need something, you need condoms, tell me. 
Um, I recommend that you don't have sex, and I hope you don't even think about having sex. And I'm sure you're thinking about having sex, but I hope you don't have sex um, because you ain't ready for that, you know. And and so that conversation was so comfortable and chill, and he's looking at me like, yeah, I know, Dad. I know, Dad. And even though he's I know in it, it's a conversation I never had with my dad because I was too uncomfortable. And a conversation I don't think I ever wished to have with my dad. I still to this day, like, I don't – that would have been weird as shit. But – it would have been cool to see my dad make that attempt. Um, I think it was just kind of too awkward for him. I don't know. Weird times. Either way, you dads out there, check your coaching. Uh, check your 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 stuff, how you approach it. My daughter, and let's go to a different kid. This is, I mean, this is, I, luckily, I have so many kids. I can, I can tell you learning experience from all of them, and I fucked up everybody. My daughter now is 15. She is the state champ 106. She is the, or, or 10, I don't know. Yeah, 106. She's the state, uh, super state champ at 100 pounds. Uh, this girl has an incredible future in wrestling, and she came home from the summer and said she's done wrestling. Now, two parts of that. As a father, you wonder whether you should push her more or less. I'm done. I've pushed her for a couple of years saying, hey, I think you should keep trying. I think you should keep trying. Um, I never let her quit on the fact that it was hard. She never had an answer for me to say why she wants to quit. It was just, she just didn't want to do it no more. Um, now that she's at the age of 15, I feel she's probably making more educated decisions and she's mature enough to really make the decision whether she wants it or not. And so um, I'm going to support her wishes. Do I like that? No. Do I also question whether uh, her wrestling was was due to the fact that her wanted to make dad proud? Yes. I'm f- I fear that I have, I have shown so much pride in her wrestling that she's scared that dad uh, would be upset and disappointed if she quit. Okay, the only reason I am would be disappointed is if she's quitting because it's too hard and that she will regret it in the future. But who's to say why she's doing it? If she just doesn't want to do it no more, then good, don't do it. Be successful somewhere else. Take that fucking same skill set or the same mentality or the same approach you took in wrestling and do it anywhere else, right? Um, and that's a hard thing for me because I really enjoyed watching her find success. Like these wrestling matches with wins, these wrestling matches with losses, these tough battles, watching her never quit really was inspirational for me. Um, and it was exciting and it was just really proud moments. That doesn't mean I won't find more proud moments in her life, but I fear that's her thought process that I won't be proud of her. Like, no, I'm, I'm always proud. But those little moments is like a really cool side to see of your kid be like, man, anything she puts her fucking mind to, she's, and she has that same determination, she's going to be successful, right? And then to have my oldest daughter, who's really good at wrestling as well, she was, she was the runner-up at 110. Uh, she lost to a four-time national champion, freaking ranked number one in the United States, right? She, that, was a, that wasn't a, you know, she didn't lose to nobody. She lost to the best in the, in the freaking nation. And she doesn't take wrestling serious sometimes. She, as much as she loves it, she only loves it during season. When it's not season, she's done doing it. And so my concerns is if she's going to be ready for this last season, if she's going to do enough to get her scholarships that people are calling and asking about. And at the same time, you know, I hope none of my kids are doing sports just to make me proud, but is really just learning lessons for them. It's rough. I put a lot on my family for sports. They all need to play something or at least – 
uh, be involved in something. It doesn't have to be sports. It could be some kind of extracurricular. If they want to be a dancer, they could be a dancer. I don't give a shit. I just want them committed to something and trying it. That will build resiliency. That will build teamwork. That will build um, adversity. You, you want to face adversity. You fucking parents out there that are protecting your kids from losses, don't do it. Allow them to lose. You're a parent. You should be the one that they come to and say, oh, I feel so sad I lost. And you're like, good. Good, Jimmy. It's okay that you lost, Jimmy. That's exactly. You should be the one giving them the pat on the back and being there to give them the big old hug and saying, hey, it's all good. It's okay to fucking lose, all right? All you got to do is how do you get better? Or how do you accept loss and find success after? What did you learn from this experience? What did you do wrong? What did you do right? What can you be, take from this victory? Or what, what can you take from this loss? Like, parents, allow them to fucking fail. Because if they don't fail early and they fail when they're 17, it's going to break their little heart. And that's no one's fault but yours for coddling those kids. Let them fucking see it, man. My daughter has lost. So last year was the first time she was the state champ. She's been fighting for a state champ position for years. When she was 10, she was third in the state in Texas. Uh, when she was 11, she missed it by one. When she was 12, she missed it by one. When she was 13, she missed it by one. She has lost in the final in the finals. So many years in a row, and that's crushed her. Part of me believes that's why she's wanted to quit, you know, because the the heartbreak of failure and when you're in the championship game, right, the championship rounds. But for me, I'm like, damn, this girl's building some serious character. Like, how many how how many of you can say that four years in a row you've lost the championship match, and then your fifth year? You don't win it just once. You win it twice in two different divisions. That's what she did. And if she's done wrestling, so fucking be it, right? That's her choice. Um, I don't necessarily agree, but that doesn't mean, uh, you know, I don't support. I support her wishes. She can do that. But she's forever going to have that in the back of her head. Like, I know what it's like to lose and come back and win. That. That's the fucking lesson. Okay. Okay. That's the lesson. I know how to fucking lose and lose miserably multiple times over and over again, and then find success. If that's not a fucking winning fucking setup right there, I don't know what is, you know, and if I just allowed her to quit when it was hard, you know, we're not setting her up for success as family, as parents, as mentors. And for my sons who are learning football, Allow them to learn, allow them to enjoy, allow them to experience, allow them to ask questions. Don't expect them to be the greatest thing on the field. Every moment they're on that field, they're learning, they're soaking it in, and it might be slower than others, it might be faster than others, but anytime you get a chance, all you have to do is push them to work hard, and they will find success. Show up to practice, son. Work hard. Hey, you're not starting, but you're playing, you're playing dummy offense for the defense. Be the best freaking teammate you can and work hard. Show those coaches every moment that you're going to work hard. And eventually your time will come. And if that's what you want to do, you will do it. I promise. Talk to your kids. Get eye to eye with them. You ain't in the military when you're raising kids. There's this balance on how to do it. Lead by example. Lead from the front. Know when it's time to take charge and know when it's time to take off the hats. I'm your boy Vinny Rock. This is a quick one for you.
I'm out. I took the blow.